How do you actually rewrite that story of yours? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray, and this is absolutely one of my favorite topics to dig into. I'm so glad to be talking with you guys today. Um, I'm a mindset and leadership expert. You can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I recently was reminded of a quote by Brene Brown. She says a lot of the time, in her various works and books, so I'm not sure which book specifically this came from, but she says that if we own our story, we can write the ending. And one of the things that I talk about in my business all the time is that we can't control what happens to us. We can't control the sucker punches of life. We can't control the things that went left when we wanted them to go right. But who we are in our response to those things are entirely within our control. And added to that is another sort of famous quote. I don't know who it's actually attributed to, but at any point in time, we get to rewrite the ending to our story. And I think that this is a a concept and a belief and um, a hope and a wish and a prayer that a lot of people hold and carry for themselves. Like, this is not how my story is going to end. And at the same time, I think that hope and wish and and spirit prayer, if you will, is really hard to implement into action. What does that actually mean and look like in real life? And when I was thinking about getting ready for this show and having this conversation with you guys, a letter came across my inbox that I thought was rather timely. And so what I've decided today is I'm going to read the letter. I'll find you all on the other side, and we're going to start the conversation today. And then I'm going to continue it with you in the next episode, because I think it's a topic that I could go on and on about, and you've seen me do that in podcast episodes in the past where I've just kind of riffed on it on a topic and have gone, you know, past the hour mark. But sometimes I get feedback that people are telling me that um, the information I'm not giving is bite, isn't, isn't bite size enough, that they need to, you know, they need me to break it down a little bit more. So that's what I'm going to try to do for you guys today. It's going to be a two parter. We're going to start with today's listener letter. I'm going to offer my response. And then we'll continue the conversation a bit deeper in the next episode. So here goes. Heather, I keep messing up. I make all the wrong choices. I follow all the wrong people and invest in all the wrong things. Wow, aren't we being a little dramatic today, my friend? I was supposed to work with you last year, but a different mindset program came along. Oh, yes. And it was going to be a significant investment, more than working with you would cost. I went with that program instead of following through and working with you. This isn't easy for me to write, but I think it needs to be a podcast episode for you. Perhaps I can respect you that much to offer others the opportunity to learn from my mistake and again from you. I got so tired of it all not working or working so slowly that progress felt non-existent. The program I purchased was from someone who had a lot of affiliates, so all of the leaders in the space were touting it, and I wanted to be where they were. If It just wasn't the right move for me, and the money was wasted, and I just dug myself a bigger hole. I'm so embarrassed now, and I feel so frustrated, not to mention feeling further behind. I also think it's becoming a bit of a joke that I think I can help others when I just keep screwing up. 
Please accept this as my sincere apology for not valuing you or respecting you more back then. I'm wondering, though, what you have to say to me and others like me who have made the same mess. What are we supposed to do now? You always seem to come out of your mistakes with these wise lessons and experiences that then you get to share with all of us. How do we get to that place of having learned the lesson instead of what it feels like just sitting in our own shit? Okay, so um, deep breath, deep breath. I think we've all been guilty of going for the shiny object. We've all, you know, it sort of reminds me of times in my life where I've gone uh, to CVS or Target or, you know, any of the pharmacies and I just need a tube of toothpaste. And so any old tube of Crest will do, but I see like the brand new Crest that has extra whitening and you know, it's going to cover my tartar and it's going to cover my gum disease and it's going to last 24 hours with sheer protection. And suddenly I'm spending like a dollar thirty-five to $2 more for an extra tube of toothpaste because what I thought I wanted suddenly became so much better if I got all of the things. We have all been guilty of that thought that if we just spend a little bit more, if we just do a little bit more, we will get the results we want faster rather than actually committing to the work, like in my example of simple, regular, consistent, good oral hygiene. It would be so easy if we could just find the answers to all of our dental problems inside this singular tube of toothpaste. And that idea gets really captivate it gets really captivating and it gets you know it's it's called shiny object syndrome for a reason right like if entrepreneurs are going to make up a syndrome might as well make it at least an accurate description of what it's trying to imply right so here's the thing that's what happened to you you were sitting in your pile already. You were already sitting in the shit. You were already feeling like crap. You were already feeling like you were surrounded by all of your mistakes and you just wanted to stop making those mistakes. And a lot of people that you trusted who you see as really successful, who you see as people you want to emulate, who have lives that you want to be living, told you that this new program could get you the mindset you needed in 90 days or less and you bought it hook line and sinker that's not where the story ends though and I think that that's the piece that you're missing because maybe all you're doing is looking at the shit because the end of the story isn't that you made this bad investment and you have egg all over your face the end of the story is that you got embarrassed, you felt really bad about it, and you made an apology for me. And you recognized that you could have worked with me, you could have saved some money, perhaps you could have had more individualized mindset work done for you so that your specific issues and your specific problems could have been addressed rather than in this huge ass program where hundreds of people are participating along with you. It's not going to be individualized, it's not going to be personalized, and that's largely probably why it didn't work for you, right? But the reality is, is that you reached out and you decided other people could learn from this mistake. Other people could learn from your experience and take a risk and show some vulnerability and put it out there with the idea that you might get your new ending. 
That is part of the new ending to your story. You are looking at it as, oh, there I go. I effed up again. Oh, there I go. I was an irresponsible business owner. Oh, there I go. I went off to the races and purchased the wrong things. Shocker, surprise, surprise. That's not what's happening. And you're not looking at the evidence if that's the story you're telling. But I think sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, coughing on the podcast again. Um, I think sometimes we make that mistake that it's so easy to sit in the poor me example of, wow, I really have this up. Wow, I can't believe I did it again a year later and I'm still in the same darn place. But no, you're not. Because now you've done one thing differently. You reached out to me. You asked for for my forgiveness. And of course, you have it. I understand where you're at. I get it. And you're not the only one. I lost a lot of clients that month to that program. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I did see the ripple effect in that bottom line. And so, yes, you owned it. You picked something that wasn't actually right for you because you let other people decide what that was. So that's the lesson. What you do with it now becomes your choice. You get to decide if you want to reach out to me again and give it another go. My guess is you're still in a bit of a financial hole. So now you feel like that's even you know more out of reach and even less possible because you have more revenue to generate before you can afford that investment. Or you take the mindset lesson in real time that I'm offering now. And that is paying attention to what you know, think, and believe. And stop looking at everyone else's lane. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing because the Facebook ad version of their lives and their stories, that's how you were finding all these affiliates, right? They were blowing up your newsfeed. Like that's not the whole story. And they don't know you. They don't know why you're struggling. They don't know why you haven't moved. And I I remember our discovery call and I don't need to blast that out there and share those personal details. But I, I know how you got to that hole. I know how you got to that place of needing my help and needing my assistance. And that's the main difference is you went for a generalized approach and got a generalized answer. And the individualized report, you know, approach seems like more of a risk in those moments. I totally understand that because if hundreds of people, not hundreds, but if all of these leaders are telling you that this person has the answer and you can solve it in 90 days versus like somebody like me, me, who's coming from small town USA and has a relatively much smaller following compared to all of the others, of course it would be harder to believe in me and my answers. But what you missed out on is listening to yourself. And my guess is that at some point you paid it, you, you ignored the specificity of the need and the pain and the struggle that you included in your discussion with me in our discovery call, and you decided that that generalized approach could solve those problems too, even though it didn't address those problems. And you let someone else decide what your actual pain point was and your actual struggle was, and you let them convince you that that was the answer. That's the mistake you made. And the lesson is looking at where you're at now, looking at your life, looking at your business, looking at the stage that you're in, and where are you continuing to do that?
Where are you continuing to allow other people to define your problem? And then by definition, allowing other people to define the answer. Because if you're ignoring your gut and you're ignoring your own personal human experience in this conversation, you are replicating that mistake every single day. And the last piece to this, and you ask me, like, how do you just learn these lessons and get up off the floor and and sort of, you know, start talking about it and teaching people? Well, the first thing is, is you guys rarely hear the mistakes I make the second I make them because it takes time for me to get to the lesson part. It gets time. It takes time for me to find the value in um, sharing it and what the actual lesson is. Because in those initial moments, and even sometimes weeks and months, it feels like such a massive F up that I'm never going to get out from under it. So the first thing is, is you have to recognize that the lesson doesn't come upon making the mistake. The lesson comes from the process you engage in with yourself and with others from learning from the mistake and deciding for yourself where you want it to take you and what you're willing to do next and how you're going to go forward. This doesn't come as some perfectly modulated response just because I'm the mindset person who happens to be insightful and good with words. Like I have to learn this in the same way that you all learn it with time and respect. But the other thing that I do think I do better than most people I encounter is I forgive myself. I recognize, own, and appreciate that I am perfectly imperfect and that I am going to muck it up all. Like I just, I know that about myself, but what I also know and trust is that I will do what I need to do to make amends and get myself to the other side of a situation. So yes, I get embarrassed and yes, I get disgruntled and yes, I get frustrated, but I also like, I trust and know myself that I'm not going to get so lost and I'm not going to lose myself so much that I can't find my way back. So here's a good example. And it actually only comes from last week. It didn't take me weeks and weeks to learn. So, um, um, I'd had like a particularly kind of like run of bad luck for like a week or so. And it was a Friday, um, probably middle of the day. And my husband sends me this like really lovely text message. And he just says, how are we going to take really good care of you tonight? Because you've had one hell of a week and we need to treat you gently. And it was such a just a nice note, like of being seen and validated. And it was so thoughtful. And I said to him, I was like, I really don't feel like going out tonight. I've gotten us some groceries. I'm going to make us, a, you know, a really nice meal. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to, you know, some couch time and snuggle time. And, you know, and then we'll, you know, we'll have a really nice weekend and things will be fine. And so fast forward a couple of hours later, I've finished my work day. I'm sitting on the couch and uh, I think I was just like really 
reading a magazine or something and he comes home and doesn't make eye contact with me, doesn't really pay any attention. I ask him how his day was and it's fine and kind of grumpy and um, not at all consistent with the really nice, sweet, kind, loving text message I got. And it had been a week for me, right? Like that is what leads this story is I was already having a week. And so I just said, well, what's wrong? Are you okay? Fine. And I said, well, you don't seem fine. Like it seems like you're in a, you know, kind of a bad mood. Like what's, what's going on? Nothing. It's just a long day. Like, I'm just like, I'm just taking, you know, I'm just taking my key. Like, what did he say? He said something like, I'm just putting my keys down. There can't possibly be a wrong way to do that. Or like something like that. And instantly I'm crying. Like when I, like when I tell you, it went from like, hi, how was your day? To, I can't believe you're talking to me this way. Like in like a nanosecond, it just happened that fast. And always that's like the flip side of my, you know, ability to tune into emotions is I can get emotional that quickly. So he gets just completely flustered and frustrated with me. And he goes off into the bedroom to change out of his work clothes and get into his weekend clothes. And I'm just sitting on the couch crying. (laughs) And it seems so silly now, but I was taking it so seriously at the time. And he he comes back and he's like, listen, I was a jerk. I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to start our weekend this way. Like I've been really looking forward to the dinner you're making. And I do think we're going to have a really nice weekend. I'm really sorry. And I, instead of saying, thank you, Yes, like that hurt my feelings. And thank you for recognizing that. I'm like, I just don't understand. You send me this text message in the middle of the day that's so sweet and so loving and so romantic. And then you come home in this pissy mood. Like, I can't handle the whiplash. And I, like, again, I'm in it, my friends, right? Like, I'm in it and I'm spinning. And you can see what's happening to this poor fucker, right? (laughs) Because all he's trying to do say like I was grumpy when I came home I gave you a little bit of side eye I was a jerk I'm sorry and everything that he had just told me he'd done I needed to go and like I guess tell him again that he had done it and that he was a real big jerk and not only that like you know and I think I said something about whiplash and I can't downshift that fast and I don't understand And he stopped and he was perfectly calm. And he's like, why do you do this? He's like, why, why is like a a little moment of irritation suddenly this fit of emotion and we're in this really big fight? He's like, I came home and I was a jerk and I wasn't warm and I wasn't welcoming. I went in, I changed my clothes, I came back and I told you I was a jerk. I wasn't warm. I wasn't welcoming. And you know, and now you're telling me all the reasons why I still suck. And I just like, I took this moment and it was, yes, you're absolutely right. I became the jerk because I was still hurt and I had already had all of this emotion built up from a really hard week. And as soon as you kind of looked at me sideways, it just overfilled the cup. And you were right. Like, I could have stopped this at the apology. You had already owned it. You had already said it. You had already validated me. And you had already said what you wanted to have happen next. And I ignored you. And I treated you as if I hadn't just received an apology. I'm the jerk. 
and I'm sorry. And then we went on and we had a perfectly nice night and I made a perfectly good dinner and everything was fine. But it was such a lesson for me that my tendency sometimes when I'm super emotional and I'm super intense is that on that, I also need to be super right. (laughs) And I get super justified and entitled in that. So I had to learn that like, even when I'm in the emotional storms, I have to actually listen to the words that are coming out of his mouth because he was apologizing. He didn't need to hear again that he was a jerk. He already knew it. He had said it and he owned it. And in that moment, I just, the emotions overtook and I acted like the the crazy person, right? That's the lesson learned is that sometimes when you're really upset, you have to still calm down because sometimes the person has already figured it out and they're trying to take care of it. In the moment, It didn't feel like that, right? Like that's what we get from time and distance. Some of it is he knows who he married. I know who I married. He's always grumpy on Friday at the end of a work week. He doesn't have the luxury I do of making his own hours and working from home and taking breaks in the sun during lunch or having coaching calls while like walking the beach like I do. Like I don't really have it that bad. He's in a veterans affairs hospital that's gray and green and dark and gross and he has really long hours sometimes he gets to come home in a grumpy mood so we have to learn from that and hold it and apply it to future situations and that's what your challenge is going to be in this letter of yours and in this situation is how are you going to learn from this mistake and apply it forward and you've you have a lot of lessons and many lessons and layers to this how do you start believing in your yourself and in what you need so that you're not so convinced that somebody else with the shiny object can tell you how are you going to stay focused on one thing and stop trying to be rescued by the latest invention and the latest craze and how are you going to forgive yourself for being perfectly imperfect and for mucking it up because at the end of the day that's how like I was able to still have a decent Friday like I I I did create a scene and I did get super dramatic but I accepted that that's my tendency sometimes I quickly forgave myself and made a promise to still commit to having a better night and we did and our weekend was set up for success but that is all mindful decision making that doesn't happen by luck, my friends. You change the ending to the story. You rewrite that ending by saying, I don't like where it is right now. I don't like what it's making me think about myself. I don't like what it's making me think and feel about other people. I need it to go in a different direction. Getting clear on what that direction is, not making impulsive actions, not just going off and running in some other crazy impulsive direction, but getting really clear with with yourself. Who are you? What's the life and business you want? How do you move through the world? And given the way you move through the world, how are you going to get there? And if you can allow yourself some 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 self-compassion in this, some acceptance that we're all a little bit messy around the edges, that we're perfectly imperfect, and we can all make it okay in the end if we commit to the process, that's how the chapters get rewritten. That's how your story goes off in a new direction. I I think you've been brave in writing this letter. I 
I'm impressed that you allowed it to be a podcast episode. And I, you know, respect you right back in kind for that. Obviously, like if you're in a place where you can come up with an an additional investment and you really want to sort of get these gremlins of yours under control, reach back out to me and we'll, we'll try again and we'll get you scheduled in. Anybody who knows that they've been guilty of doing that themselves and who are ready to just kind of take action, I'm going to include a link to, to work with me in these show notes. You can start rewriting that story. I can help you. We'll get going right away on that. I would welcome the opportunity to do that. And this conversation, you know, has given me an opportunity to think of other sort of bigger mistakes than kind of having a histrionic fit on a Friday night, even though like I could give you plenty of examples of those um, that I can share with you and share the process of how I learned those lessons. I, I think you asked a really great question. I don't want this podcast to go on forever and ever. So that's where I'm going to continue the conversation tomorrow. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into to this and really explore how we can really learn from our mistakes. So do stay tuned to the next episode. Thank you so much for today. And if you are still stuck and you can't get out of your own way, use the link in the show notes because I'd really like to help. Thanks so much for today. Bye for now.